0: or without diet deprivation and self-sabotage.
1: So today I am thrilled to have a guest on the podcast, Sarah Gray. So Sarah is a style and confidence coach. Since 2006, Sarah has helped professional women both nationally and internationally uncover their unique personal style and find their confidence to banish outfit overwhelm, look great and feel fabulous every day. Sarah wants to help more women become style confident and she's committed to offering simple, timeless and effective personal style tools and services to help them do just that. So I just want to say welcome Sarah, it's great to have you here and I'm really looking forward to talking to you about the topic of style and confidence and particularly style and confidence at any size as we're going to be doing today.
2: Thank you Claire, it's wonderful to be here talking with you about a topic I'm obviously so passionate about.
1: Brilliant. Yeah, so it's really exciting. So when we, we were coming up with um a title for the podcast and thinking what we would like to call it, and we we thought that any size would be a good title. And then I think the first question I said to you, what even is style? And so I just wanted to ask you that and see what, what what is style? When you think about style, what is it?
2: Well, it's a brilliant question and it's it's a great place to start. So I'm going to take a quote that I love, and it's from Oscar De la Renta, and he said, Fashion is a trend style lives within a person. And for me, that kind of sums it up. So I'm not adverse to people following fashion. If that's something you love, that's absolutely fantastic. Go with what you love, but actually always ensuring that you're being true to who you are on the inside. So I um, sort of, you know, say to my ladies, style is about being yourself and uniquely you. So it's always about getting to know who we are on the inside. And sometimes we've forgotten who she is or we've lost our way a little bit. And so for me, it's, you know, style is about rediscovering who we are and having that person shine on the outside. Yes,
1: so is it sort of wearing something that you feel is you, it just feels comfortable, it just feels right.
2: Yes. So it's about telling the world who you are before mm-hmm. you've even opened your mouth. <laughs> you know. So yeah. <laughs> so you know it's a, and I don't mean we want to all come into a room and be instantly noticed. It's not about being a show off as such, unless that's you of course, and then it is, but it's about having a look that will always need to be comfortable, absolutely. But comfort is different for each of us, as is our likes and dislikes and all of that so it's about being comfortable clothing of course needs to fit well and of course it has a job to do that we in the society that we live in we have to cover ourselves up a bit so we can't walk around without our clothes so they do have a practical job to do of course but because we have to wear our clothes it's about making them speak for us before Mm -hmm. we speak if that makes sense
0: Okay, that's great. I really
1: like that. And so, if you are, I guess, if you're someone who's wondering, you know, about your style, how do you go about thinking, you know, what what style? Do, I guess it's what style do I want? How do I know when I found my style? All of those questions. So, what what's the sort of what's the steps? I guess, or the process when you start thinking about, okay, now I'm aware of style. Maybe I want to start thinking about it. What's what's next? Well, you know,
2: one of the really easy things that we can do to start off, whether we're doing this uh, with a style or on our own is to just observe magazines, pictures in magazines that we like the look of. It might be if you're into having Pinterest boards, you could start a Pinterest board of looks that you really like, that you are resonating with. It might not be that you like the entire outfit, but it might be an element of. And you don't have to sit and spend hours doing it. You can just have something on the go, you know, and as you find things, you can pop them onto your board or into your notebook or scrapbook or however you have gone about it. And gradually, what you'll start to see is a pattern emerge. So for example, a lady might really love a very feminine, pretty kind of look. And she'll start to see that maybe her items that she's picked off have got maybe some ruffles on cuffs or pretty buttons or floor, very pretty floral patterns. Or so that's just one very um, basic example. But you will start to see patterns emerge and, you know, it might be that you love things to really coordinate very well and you'll start to see more of a classic look coming through. And, and so that's something that's really helpful to do. So you can kind of shut out the noise, if you like, because, of course, we're bombarded with you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And this is the latest fashion and this, that and the other. But it's a case of kind of kind of not completely shutting it out because you want to be open to looking at things, but then really drilling down. as Yes, I really love that element of that outfit. Or I really love those shoes and I really love the detail of that jumper, or you know, how it, whatever it might be. Yes,
1: yes. And what comes to mind as you're talking there is one of the things I'm thinking is that it's sort of, you know, with the coaching that I'm doing on weight loss, one of the first steps is always really about being aware. And I think if, it, if it's been a long time since maybe we've thought about how we're dressing, we've thought about style, or maybe we've, you know, not been paying much attention, whether that's because of lockdown or, you know, for other reasons, it's probably just starting to be consciously thinking about, you know, what we think about clothes, what we notice yes. when we're at everything. and it's actually bringing ourselves back into that awareness yes and intentional about it. And so that is, you know, something that we teach, that sort of teaching and coach on with so many things. The first step is always to be aware of what we are currently thinking about it. And then sort of look at maybe how you're wanting, you know, what you want to be different or what you want to think about it, and start on that journey. So obviously, when I asked the, the ladies in my membership, I said mm-hmm. we were going to be talking, and what sort of things would you know they be interested about? In. One of the things that comes up when we are wanting to lose weight is you know this sort of getting sort of stuck maybe in either wanting to cover ourselves or in finding that we've got clothes that don't fit and that can sort of start to become a little bit of I guess maybe um, an internal battle or can be a source of disappointment or frustration or judgment all those sorts of things so I mean what we wear it means so much, doesn't it? We make it mean so much and we can also make it mean so much about ourselves. So when we're sort of thinking about style at any size, what do you find? What, what are your sort of suggestions about that? Yes,
2: I mean, I was sitting there nodding through all of what you just said. And of course, nobody can see that. <laughs> but but you're absolutely right. When we get up in the morning and we go to our wardrobe and we are faced with, for example, and, and I say this from experience of my clients, so hopefully that resonates with your ladies too that if you're faced with a wardrobe whereby you're saying well I can't fit in that and that doesn't that's too small and that's too tight or that's too big because I've I've lost my weight and you know and and basically they are negative thoughts that we're kind of channeling to ourselves you know it's the start of the day and it really does impact our thought process and it can impact the rest of the day can't it and so I you know I it's, it's a not a overnight process of course and you know we need to be realistic about it but I do say to ladies let's if see if we can remove those items even if it means that we have a third or you know even less of what we did have but we've got this a few items in there that do fit us when we open the wardrobe the experience is in like you know pulls apart and it becomes a positive experience because you can then say okay I've got these five things and today I'm going to choose those two and because you know that it fits so you haven't got that torture of oh I can't wear that and I can't wear that and just a simple step like that has a huge impact on our mental health in terms of our you know how we feel at the beginning of the day and one of the things that often comes up is that if, if you are on a weight loss journey that, well, actually I might not want to buy loads of clothes because I'm I'm in my journey and I don't want to waste money. And absolutely, I mean, 100% agree. I would say though, that it's a kind of a balancing act really. So dressing, I always like to try and say that dress it for the body you have today. So yes, you're on a journey, but you still got to get dressed whilst you're on that journey. And if you're able to have one or two pieces, one or two outfits, so that could be made up of three or four pieces that would See you through a particular phase, then you are already helping the way you feel about yourself whilst you're on this incredible journey without breaking the bank without going overboard without you know all of those things being a problem so does that help yes no definitely
1: and what occurs to me is it's really part of the process of developing that relationship with yourself so oftentimes when we're on a weight loss journey we are also looking at you know the dialogue we have with ourselves the thoughts that we have about ourselves and also prioritizing ourselves and so ensuring that you've got you know a couple of markets as you say that fit you is you sort of you know taking a stand I think and saying I do matter I am important I am worth it and also I and mean, one of the other things that comes up with weight loss is this thought that well if I buy clothes that I'm comfortable in right now will I feel so compelled to lose the weight <laughs> do you know what I mean it's almost like you know early on in your journey it's like well I don't I want to you know I can be motivated to so get into the small jeans. so I'm going to put on a yeah. that feel really tight and uncomfortable Because I'm not going to forget that. Unfortunately, weight loss doesn't work like that. Right, yeah. Punishing ourselves or thinking that we can manipulate ourselves into losing weight from a place of sort of like making ourselves feel uncomfortable um, or even rewarding ourselves if we say, well, you know, we can have something new when we've done X, Y, and Z. Doesn't tend to work. It's when we actually, you know, show up wanting to take care of ourselves, loving ourselves, nourishing yourself. Yes. And I think actually, you know, making the sort of, the giving yourself the space, the time, investing a little bit in your clothes so that you can start to feel that and nurture that relationship with yourself. Probably helps you with your weight loss journey as well. 100 Yes. Partner. I'm feeling better and all of it. It's a huge part of it,
2: isn't it? Yes, I think it is. And and just as you mentioned there about the sort of negative self-talk and, and yeah. one of the things that I do when I'm group coaching is I, and ladies hate the idea of it, but actually it's once they've got over the initial thing of what I'm asking them to do, they, they're they brilliant at it. And it's, it's to stand in front of the mirror in something that's figure-hugging. I mean, if you want to be in just your underwear, you can, but if you're not comfortable with that, just something that's a bit figure-hugging, So you can see your outline. And when we do that, as women, we automatically say, oh, look at my big hips or look at my, we go to what we perceive as being our negative bits. Mm -hmm. And I say to them, okay, imagine that I'm on your shoulder and I'm saying, right, I just want you to give me the facts. And the facts will be, okay, so my shoulders are narrower than my hips. My, my, I don't know, I can't think of <laughs> But on the spot there. I can't think of one now. But it all, you know, all my shoulders are broader than my hips. So, you know, that is yeah. just the fact. So it takes out that negativity. And, it, you know, again, it's something that we have to retrain and reprogram ourselves to do. But when we do that, it then becomes rather than a negative thing towards ourselves, it becomes a practical exercise and it becomes a practical, I say issues, they're not issues, but it becomes something practical that we can address with the way we wear our clothes. So if we want to minimise our hips or minimise our shoulders or show off our shoulders or whatever it might be, it then becomes something we can act upon rather than, oh, my hips, my legs, my whatever. I, you know. Yeah, I I love
1: that. Yeah, that, that's yes. brilliant. It, because it gets you into that problem, not always, I don't want to say problem solving, it's not a problem, but it gets you into moving forward. Rather it does. Than being it gets you into, okay, really, you know, because of course, every, everybody's a different shape and size. You're Absolutely. Sure. Everybody's yep. a different shape and size. I think the majority of people, whatever their shape and size, probably there's something that you don't, you know, you've got thoughts about not liking about it. And when yes. you can need that sort of like over there and start mm-hmm. thinking, think, OK, as you say, this is my shape. And I love the fact you're making it so factual and so specific. Now, now let's learn what what's what's going to what's going to look good. What's yes. going to here? All of those sorts of things.
2: That's exactly right. And and I think we we wouldn't say to our a friend oh look at your hips but we'd say that to ourselves with a friend we would say wow look out look at your waist and and so if we can if we can think okay let's not focus on that bit that i think is negative what would someone else say what would they see they would wouldn't see necessarily my hips that i think are large but they would see my small waist or whatever you know as i say it's different for us all but it's turning around what that it's that awareness and that self talk
1: that you spoke about definitely so have you got any tips for different parts of your body or you have to mean what sort of if you've got any examples if you've got I guess something that came up as well was often during perimenopause and menopause your stomach starts to thicken or your waist starts to thicken out yes have you got any examples of some things that you know you maybe want to think about if you're starting to look at your shape in a way that is they're you know, looking to
2: find a solution first. Yes, of course. And and these will be quite general, but, and also quite difficult to, because I can't show you on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. but I will do my best to use words to describe so I, i'm in exactly that situation right now that my I no longer have a defined waist I have thickened and you know and all of those things so i totally understand uh, you know the issue and some things that can work so when we are thinking about an area that we don't want to draw attention to we often think all oh, right so I've just got to cover it but what can happen when we do that is actually we create let's say we had a big not a big but a plain t-shirt over our tummy, for example, just so we can all picture that. What happens is, is we create an expanse of fabric then that we're basically highlighting that area if what we need to do is confuse the eye a little bit and break up that area so things like having a bit of just ruching up the top a little bit not pull it we're we're little monkeys aren't we for pulling down our tops because we think that that's better but actually let's not do that because if we just have it sort of a bit more I call it ruching where it's kind of the fabrics folding on top of each other a little bit and so it creates kind of vertical uh, sorry horizontal lines a little bit so we're confused Using the eye there. Another one that we can do, which works really well and is actually quite a big trend at the moment, but aside from that, is if you put your top on and then you simply grab a little bit at the front or slightly to the side and do a little half tuck. So you just tuck a little bit in and you think oh but I'm I'm highlighting that waist bit actually what you're doing is you've created an almost an asymmetrical look of the top and so again you've confused the eye over that tummy area yes. so there's a few little things you can do you can layer tops now <laughs> that's tricky if you've got the whole you know temperature rising and what have you but if yes. they are thinner you know I wouldn't layer with thick fabrics or heavy fabrics but just having hemlines finishing slightly different levels yes. again confuses the eye of on that area. So there are a few things you can do, definitely, to just yes. draw the attention away. And it's all style is, you know, it's an illusion as well as the tricks of the trade that are just creating illusions, really, and and putting the focus where we want the eye to go and taking it away from the area that we are not so wanting to highlight. Yes,
1: and I love the fact that we, you know, there are things we can do because that's, I think so many of us we're not looking to, you know, what what can we do? We just assume that that's it, and we're just unhappy with it, and we live with it so so just even knowing that actually work with something like yourself and yeah you know, someone you know you can advise and there's definitely so much out there so much opportunity to do things that you know we might look in the mirror and think oh okay that I like that it looks good absolutely mm-hmm.
2: and and sorry I was just interrupting you there something else just went through my mind that we get used to a body shape or size that we've had for maybe a number of years and as our body changes we become completely lost as to how to dress it and I know. I know. I laugh when I say that, but I'm speaking from myself as as well as everybody else, and and it's just knowing that actually we can, as you say, stop and refocus and relearn. Just a t- there are only few little tricks. It's you know, it's maybe it's don't do your cardigans up anymore. Have them so that they create those vertical lines, and again, that will give an illusion of taken away from the tummy area and and a number of other things. But yeah, so it's just having those little tricks up your sleeve. <laughs> to- yeah. To pull out when you need them.
1: Yeah, and that's great. And one of the other questions that came up, and this is something that I was always making to you, was being in, so being soft with wearing black. Yes. And I definitely, I mean, for years, wore so much black and particularly going on holiday to a hot country, which everyone's been absolutely crazy. And I had a long black skirt and, you know, sort of like loose black tops that I would always wear. And um, I think I've even got, I've even got one, I think, a black skirt that has been my sort of in my wardrobe, probably like, you know, just in case it's been there. I think probably close to what I got like like 25 years or something. Yes, like. So, like, yeah it's just like this black skirt that could like come out I do like it but anyway it can, it can out. but yeah you know, so much black I had in my wardrobe and so what are, your, what are your thoughts on that what would you say if we're sort of comfortable wearing black but maybe we, we wish we were comfortable wearing other colours yeah and it's really
2: common you know I think the shops are full of black no matter what the season it's an easy colour to buy we read that it's slimming so we think right okay I need to buy black over anything else and so it's really under understandable why we do that. If we're looking to move away from it a little bit, I would say, you know, let's start slow. Let's not suddenly say you've got to turn up like in a rainbow, but let's take it one little step at a time. And as you would naturally go and replace an item in the wardrobe, maybe you're thinking, okay, so this time I'm not going to buy black trousers. I'm going to look for something as an alternative. Mm -hmm. And great black alternatives can be equally as neutral. So I'm thinking about navy, a dark grey, for instance, lots of brown coming into the shops at the moment, which we've not seen for a long time. So browns would do you know, a similar job. And so they are colours that they still have that comfort factor of being fairly dark in the fact that they you know, haven't suddenly put you in white trousers or anything, but they are a move away from black. Now, also, it's about changing your perception as to what you can wear with it. So those, any neutral, you can put any colour with. So if you're a sort of person that has loved in the past wearing black trousers and a coloured top, for instance, you can still do that with your navy trousers or your grey trousers or or whatever. And again, when you're doing your, if you do decide to do a Pinterest board, when you're looking out for your, perhaps your style, we'll call it your style personality. So you're looking at what you love. Have a look at what colours you're drawn to because that will be really telling. You might love a neutral wardrobe. You might love having tonal colours like ages and whites and navies and pinks. But actually, you might surprise yourself and have lots of bold, striking colours. Or you might decide, actually, no, you know, I love the sort of more softer, sort of smokier shade. And so that's another sort of exercise that you can include in your kind of research, I suppose we'll call it. But that sort of start of the journey. And and don't be afraid of colour, but do it gradually and, and as you feel comfortable. As I said, I wouldn't suddenly put you in a pink top that if you've only ever worn black, because the jumps too big probably or you might be ready but you know know, we of course have colors that suit us over others but just in an initial step just take it steady and look at other black alternatives and look at if you're wearing black on the top half look at how it affects your face so if you have a, a black top over a lighter or a more softer shade black's quite a harsh color really and it can be draining and it can be make us look tired and all those things and then just compare it to another color near your face and and see that watch your eyes
1: and watch your skin change you know and you're you're, you might be surprised yeah no that's really good and I think the other thought that occurred to me that is I think one of the reasons I probably wore so much black is because I had no insight into other things I could do Mm-hmm. That was, you know, so it was probably either black or something that didn't suit my shape, or black or something in a colour that, you know, finished in the wrong place to accent, ex- you know, showed, yes. the wrong shape, you know, showed the wrong bit or something. So it wasn't like I was comparing, you know, black to a dressing with you know, somebody who knew how I should be dressing for my side yeah. or had support or had help. So I think that probably makes a huge difference as well. Yes. Um, so something else, so oftentimes when I'm working with ladies on losing weight as well, it's this balance, isn't it, between sort of where just sort of just wearing whatever based yeah. on what we are showing our body, not caring what anyone thinks, not caring if an item of clothing finishes in the wrong place and something else it's like it's a really, I think, interesting mindset to have because most of the ladies I work with are in their 40s and 50s. And yeah. I've grown up with so much media attention around, you know. In this being better, or, you know, this sort of, like, phrase of, like, you know, is it women, sort of women of a certain age letting themselves go, and all of these things. Yeah. Like we're starting to see a real sort of pushback against it, rebellion, and we're starting to see that we don't have to think this way. It's not, it, it is optional. And so one of the things I really sometimes I encourage my ladies to do is to not I don't really suggest Pinterest so much because I don't use that myself but look at Instagram and a lot of the ladies who have got you know whether it's curvier figures or bigger figures or they're you know like shorter figures or taller figures yeah all, yeah all shapes and sizes and who are I think I don't think it's always the younger generation but sometimes it feels that way so much better at dressing for their shape their size all of that and it can be so inspirational and you know really helping us to see you know beauty at any size style at any size all of the things that we're talking about here that even I sometimes you know find myself having to catch myself and say, okay I know I've thought that way about this for the last however many decades but actually I can shift my perspective I can shift my thinking and I can you know find you know beauty and acceptance whether it's in my own body or even you know at other parts in my life yes you know it, it's human to look at other people's bodies yes and, yeah. and all of that and we don't you know i feel shame at sort of saying that but i know that we've all done it yeah i know the ladies that i talked to do it and so it's just i don't want to really say here at all <laughs> but just really to i guess you know increase your awareness not just only with yourself and what's going on but sort of to look look elsewhere as well look at what you know you know how other people are similar shape and size to you. Maybe dressing look at Instagram. Just you know, start to observe your own thinking um, and think of new ways of thinking about it. I don't know. So was Why I say that? Well, other thing I wanted to say though, um, and I think we sort of alluded to it earlier with regards to bodies changing shape. as well. Yes. As, um, all of that, of course, when you're losing weight your body is changing shape as well. And what we assume is that when we lose weight, we're going to like the shape that our body is. Yes. And of course, that's not always true. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important that you know, we know the process of dressing for our body, whatever shape and size, especially if you've got quite a lot of weight to lose and lost oh, quite a lot of weight. When you've lost your weight, You then have skin and flab and just other things that you may not have had before. That you then need to think, okay, so how do I want to dress for this? Or you know, know, do I want to expose different parts of my body? All of those things. Yeah, and this was really apparent to me on I was on holiday actually. It was last last week. Mm. having dinner with my husband and at the table next to me was well, a couple, a, a lady and her husband probably um in her 60s and I overheard her saying to her husband oh you, you know you see those ladies sort of sitting there with, they've got three ladies in a row with their backs to us and saying which which you know what do you think of what they're wearing and how they're sitting and what they're dressing right yeah it's sort of sad well I think the middle one probably you know looks I don't know if you'd call it the, style or whatever yes and she was very much in that she said that's because the other ladies are showing their arms and when you're a certain age you should never show off your arms and I just thought that was really quite sad because Mm. we're in a hot country and we're on holiday and so it's just really I guess just starting to you know notice some of your default thinking about what you maybe want to hide and being willing to you know talk to someone like yourself who like <laughs> oh, what short sleeve tops what sleeveless tops you know would, would, would look nice would I feel maybe feel comfortable in so just a few thoughts there um, with my laundry about that yes I think it's such a good
2: point though and you do overhear things like that you know uh, we're not, not always be aware of them but you do hear those things don't you we even read them don't we in, in magazines and things and I think it's I do. I agree with you. I do think it's a bit sad. I think it's possibly often coming from a place of fear from the person who's who's come out with the comment that they, they wouldn't do it. Therefore, they need to justify that perhaps by saying that nobody else of that age should do it. But I think there's always a way, you know, it's never it's a very sweeping statement to say, oh, somebody of this age shouldn't do X. Somebody who's, you know, one lady who's 61 might absolutely have amazing toned arms and want to show them off, and somebody who's 61 may not, but she doesn't care, and that's so right. You know, it's both of them are right, but if you were a bit self conscious of it, there may be a sleeve cuts or lengths that can just give you a little bit more comfort in that area and that goes for any area on the body you know and I think there's that sort of that word should comes up doesn't it a lot and it's we all use it don't I mean I'm I use it and I don't mean it half the time but I think it's something that we get into this whole thing of oh I'm I'm coming up to this age I shouldn't do that anymore or I should now cover up or I should and actually the only thing we should be doing is what's right for ourselves and
1: Whatever
2: whatever we want absolutely and like you said about Instagram and that's such a fabulous example of finding those inspirational women and becoming one yourself and I know sometimes you think gosh I could never be that but actually you will be when you are dressing for you the Mm. people around you notice and and although it isn't about them them noticing can give you at most amazing confidence and it's also very intertwined and interlinked
1: isn't it and yeah, I think it's people notice probably when you when you're noticing because it's how you feel so when you're dressing a certain way you feel a certain way yeah you radiate a different energy you do yeah on that and I think that probably brings us sort of back to your style size style is about whatever it means you know to you and how yes. you feel and yeah. what you feel writing which is brilliant so if you know ladies listening to this would like to know more um if they're interested to know how you help people how can people find out a bit more about what you do
2: Well, I'm available for 30-minute free-of-charge style chats. And that's just chatting through specific issues that you might have and how how I could help you move forward. And you can book one of those via my website. They're called, it's basically just called Getting Started. But you can follow me on Facebook. I have Sarah Gray Styling. Yeah, so Sarah Gray Styling is my Facebook. Sarahgraystyling.com is my website. I am also on LinkedIn. And so any of those three places this I'm you know always happy to engage and have people follow along so yeah
1: it's, great. Uh, that's great and for those of you listening who are in my membership Sarah is kindly coming in next month and giving us a, a sort of a training workshop class so you will have the opportunity to ask her questions yes get your um, questions ready ladies <laughs> yes definitely and I think we'll do that so that Sarah can see you as well because I was trying to think about what sort of sessions so we will all be on Zoom together and you um, can get some you know ask questions from Sarah and, Get some help and support, and find out more of what you'd like to know about style at any size and the topics we'll be talking about there. So, thank you, Sarah. Thanks so much for coming on to the podcast today. I have loved chatting with you. I think this is a fantastic topic. Um, it's just really nice, really good fun. It's been great having you here.
2: You're very welcome. Thank you ever so much
0: for having me, Claire. Thanks, Sarah. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning supported by twice weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six month lose weight, live life, group coaching mastermind intensive go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details